Dillon, up ahead, Winston. No one near him. And he's going to come out with it. And Michigan State is headed to the plus. Hello, everybody. You are listening to a new episode of Spartan Crazies with Ryan and Tim. Today, it's pretty much an all-basketball episode. We're going to talk about the last two games. Uh, I obviously went on a road trip to those two games, so we're going to talk about that and then uh, obviously preview the upcoming Ohio State game and make picks. So, uh, Tim, I guess you can start out. All right. Um, well, first of all, I want to shout out Ryan was on – um, the drive with Jack, yep. and he was talking about his trip, which we're gonna talk about, of course. But you should go give that a listen. Um, and and also there's a segue, but um, Jack also had Izzo on very recently, and that interview was illuminating. So I'm gonna talk about that later. I just felt like mentioning it. Um, there's like one really big obvious. You know, elephant in the room. That's the Iowa game. And sorry if you hear a commotion in the background. It's my pets <laughs> having the time of their lives. Um, the Iowa game, I think, like, it's just always going to remember it as, like, a horrific, like, event. Like, a, a war scene. Um, Ryan was there firsthand. He was utterly sober. Like, you can't get more sober than this guy. <laughs> at, at this event, um, but definitely, I'm, definitely did not go with a guy who does not drink or smoke or anything. So you know, <laughs> um, and and then you ha- actually had a, a stop at Iowa State. Yep. What's that name of that city? Uh, Ames. Ames, of course, Ames, Iowa. And then um, he went to the Nebraska game, and so Ryan, I just want you to talk about the trip. You don't have to do like a analysis or you know right um which of is being generous to us using that <laughs> word but um you know just talk about the trip in general like you're just like telling your buddy over beers uh basically uh so my buddy and i most of you probably know who sparty mike is uh <laughs> went out to uh iowa city after work on friday uh so we drove all the way out there got there at about nine o'clock uh Drove through a bunch of cornfields, you know, good time. Uh, but, yeah, so the game was at noon, so we wanted – they sell beer there. So, yes, I was definitely buying my fair share of alcohol at this game. They, they let you buy two at a time. Let, let me, let's just say I made a couple of trips up to the, to the beer stand and bought a few beers. Um, anyways, uh, we had seats. Ryan could go right or left when it comes to beer. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, we had seats six rows up, center court – Six seats. Actually got a really good deal for him. Uh, you know, MSU was playing well most of the game. I mean, uh, they played great for 38, 38 and a half minutes, you know, and I told I, – I, I'm not going to lie. I kept on putting money on Iowa <laughs> during the game. I kept on uh, money line bet, betting them. 
I actually wanted to do it with like a minute left, but it wouldn't let me because mm. the odds were probably so ridiculous. And they were like, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, it, great game up until the last, you know, minute and a half. And I told Mike when there was like a minute left, I was like, yeah, this game's over. Like, you, and when, when I'm saying that, it's pretty much over. I mean, I, I'm usually not one to say games are done. But I was like, yeah, okay, I think we're going to win. I definitely am convinced we're going to win this game now. Of course, you know, they hit five threes in 40 minutes, forty seconds or whatever the hell it was. And, uh, yeah, I told Mike once they hit that three, they descended it in overtime, I got to go take a piss. Because <laughs> I knew what was going to happen in overtime. Uh, yeah, I think you know, every Spartan fan, like, knew – like, with certainty that the game was over when it went to OT. I, I knew the game was over, and, uh, I mean, it was a cool place to watch a game. I mean, they've got, it's, most people probably haven't been to Illinois here either, but it's pretty similar. Like, they they just, but except Michigan just, uh, sorry, Iowa just goes straight into the ground. Like, you, if you walked outside and you saw their arena, you wouldn't even think it's a basketball arena. As it goes straight down. Huh. Uh, it's really weird. Um, But it's, I mean, there's not a bad seat there, so... But, yeah, it was pretty cool uh, going to that. I mean, the game sucked, but I would definitely go back there for a game. Uh, I went to Iowa State. Uh, I mean, I put money on Iowa State, but I didn't really have any investment in the game. So, like, I I lost that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it was pretty cool. Uh, Hilton's definitely different. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. But uh, it was their senior day, so that was kind of cool to check that out. Um then I went. We drove. We drove to Nebraska uh, that night after the, after the Iowa State game. Went to that, dude. I'm telling you, if you ever have a chance to go out to Lincoln for a game, go. They have the nicest fans I've ever met in my entire life. It was insane. Like we had dude. Some dude gave Mike like sixty percent off at their student bookstore just to be nice. Okay, wait. I, I want to pause you here. Ryan is dropping some like serious like value right now because. How, what are the the Big Ten cities you've been to just been in the to, past year? Uh, the past year, I've been to Ann Arbor, uh, Champaign, been to Iowa and Nebraska, and I, I in the past I've been to West Lafayette, uh, Bloomington, Madison. But didn't that's it? Okay, okay, um, that's it. Yeah, but <laughs> my my point is you've been to like half of the I've been to about, about half of the Big Ten. Cities, yes, and very nope. recently, a lot of them, yes. Um, so basically, if you're thinking about games to go to on the road, maybe put Nebraska. I would put. Your I would put that at the top. I I hear a lot of good things about Madison. And Madison's really cool. I, I dude, I, two places I'm with 100 percent certainty going back to. Definitely Madison. Definitely Lincoln. Cool. Like, when they schedule a football game out in Madison and Lincoln, I'm. Booking hotel rooms right away, like the like one hundred percent. Okay, uh, cool. All right, continue with your. Anyways, yeah, Nebraska fans are super awesome. Uh, they, they were telling us stuff to do around town and everything. Uh, guy, guy, come up to us before the game and uh, you know kind of introduce him to himself. Some guy actually uh, in the middle of the game gave me his phone number and told him to hit him up next time I come out for a game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm definitely gonna do that. Uh, I told him if he comes. with uh, East Lansing this year for the football game. I, I definitely got a, drinks on me for sure. So, That's cool. uh, but yeah, uh, 
obviously I was kind of questioning my sanity at halftime. Like, why the hell did I drive 2,000 miles to come watch my team lose two games? You know, it was just, it was, uh, is something else, man. And then obviously probably played the best half they played all season, second half of that Nebraska game. They don't ride home a hell of a lot more enjoyable. Uh, yeah. I mean you know, I can imagine. Uh but yeah, man, seriously, I, I think I'm gonna wind up doing this pretty much every year. If if I can get like a back to back games like that, I'll probably just do go on a road trip like that. Cool. Uh, it's pretty sweet. Definitely, but I have to go back to Iowa for a basketball game though, because I saw them. I, I wanted to get a win in every single arena. Can't and believe that. I, I can't. I, I was like, man, I'm gonna knock Iowa. Out. I'm not gonna have to come back here for a basketball game again. Nope. Nope. All right. Gotta so, go back. So since we're on the topic, the first game of the trip is Iowa. Um, I guess with like a minute left in my head, I was thinking like, you know, I think this team is has proved us wrong. We, we even said on the I last saying podcast. The same thing. Um, I think that they've really made. Um, you know, great strides. And if you take out the fact of what happened the last minute, all of those things, I guess you could argue, are the same. But this has been a problem all year. They have they don't know how to close it out. Road games, especially. Yeah, road games over the course. But the last two minutes where teams are just chucking threes, how many games this did is, they almost this lose is, this, this is, way? This isn't just a one-year thing. This was happening last Villanova, year. Villanova, Oregon, um, was it Portland? Portland. Um, now, definitely Iowa. I'm trying to think, is there another one I'm missing in my head? Um, Michigan's, the Mich- Michigan, Michigan game at Breslin, yeah. they really like made it close in the end, but it sh- wasn't really that close of a game. Um, I don't know. It... <clears throat> It's a problem, right? Like, it's definitely an issue. They haven't fixed it, obviously. What's the the linchpin here for me is they they can't, I can't inbounds even, the ball really well. I can't even get mad at them for the Iowa games, like the team specifically. Honestly, dude, they just hit a bunch of crazy-ass shots at the end of the game. Like, there's no way in hell you're thinking yeah, the, somebody's making five threes in forty seconds or whatever the hell it was. And then it's they like, did what? miss. They did miss at least one in and, there and, and got it, the rebound. If you, if any of you guys saw what happened last night with the Indiana Iowa game, I mean, dude, they're just shooting the lights out right now. It's crazy. Uh, you know, I, I, they beat them by twenty two at Assembly Hall. Yeah, that's, that's just nuts. That's what that win, you know, sparked them toward. But. Um, I'm mad at Izzo because he refuses to foul down three. You know, it, it just seems I, I. It's the old coaches that refuse to do this because I'm pretty. I went to that. I, I went was at that Iowa State West Virginia game. You know, we thought it was going to come down to Bob Huggins. You know, they were up three. We thought that he might have to you know foul, and it didn't. I was like, he's not going to foul. He's he's like Izzo. He's not going to foul up three. It's just it's these older coaches that just don't. Dude, I love Coach Izzo. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, you know, Coach Izzo's a terrible coach. It's just one of his flaws. He did, he did say, to your credit, that he didn't consider it. And um, I think, you know, a hindsight 2020, you could say, but, like, if they did I, it, they probably to, win the game. I always want him to do it no matter what. Yeah. I doesn't, even if we win, what comes to mind is the, the Syracuse game. Um, I'm pretty sure that Beheim fouled up three, and it was kind he's of he's the like, last guy I would expect. It, well, it was kind that. of like a ah, like you know, that's it. Um, 
there's a few things. There's why does this keep happening? Why is it so hard for MSU to inbounds the ball? And yeah, they so had the, they had the one, and turnover. they aren't good at at doing it on the flip side. Keep you know turning over ball right. uh, teams on the inbounds. Why are we so bad at it? Um, ju- I don't want to get off track, but it was hilarious. Late in the Nebraska game, when they had kind of pulled away, there was a, there was a, I think free throws from um, Hoiberg, and Michigan State goes into an inbounds, and in my head I thought, oh clearly they're going to, um, they're going to press on this inbounds and try to turn this over. Nebraska doesn't; they just run back. And MSU goes into this like football I style. That. I couldn't believe they did route that. running like inbounds against no one. And you know what? I laughed out loud because this is what's hilarious about that is they are so out of sorts. They don't know what to do on these inbounds <laughs> that they're clearly just practice this repeatedly, and they were just doing it robotically. They don't have any nuance to where <clears throat> they're running these routes against no one. Like, just turn around and inbounds the ball. If there was no a game there. I was watching the other day. It might have been when I was at the Iowa State game. I can't remember. I, been, I can't remember if it was on TV. Or it was, uh, there were teams that were, like, lining up. They would line up their players on the baseline. All five all five of them. And they'd basically run routes like a football team does <laughs> to inbound the ball. It's like, you know what? That's not a really bad idea, to be honest with you. It's kind of fun. Um, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm, like, an expert on inbounding, like, plays and, like, mechanics. But um, there's something – there's an issue here. Why is it so difficult? It's been an issue for three years now. Right. And yeah. you, you have to say that's got to be a coaching thing because yeah. it's different players now. Um MSU, they basically hit all their three, all their free throws in the Iowa game, yeah, except for the, the two, last one. The, 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 Hogard missed two free throws all game. Yeah. Pe- that my issue was with people. People were blaming Hogard. The dude went twelve of fourteen from the line. I'm sorry, you cannot yeah. blame him for that loss. It's not his fault. Maybe like you could say like if he had hit the last one, like he has more ice in his veins. Right. Sure, but um, there is also. MSU, they were clearly instructed, don't foul. So they're coming, they're closing out on these shots, <laughs> kind of like a little pedestrian. Mike was telling me if he was on the team, he would have went rogue and just fouled the guy. I would have done the same thing, to be honest with you. I don't care who would have pissed him off. I would have, I would have just fouled. Yeah. Seriously. Well, in hindsight, you know, they made all of them. Free throws would be better. But, um, yeah, it it's like MSU could... They can get out of this. They can figure out a way to stop doing this, but they haven't. So they probably won't, is my thinking. Um, it's been an issue for a while. I don't see why anything is going to change in the next month. So um, it's a little late. I I do fear that the, the whole closing out thing... Um, you know that's they don't really got to be a, a better. You know, winning teams are very good at that part. They only they they haven't had the only issues they've had. I mean, I understand that these are neutral side games. They've only had that issue on the road. Um, Honestly. I mean that Villanova game was at Breslin. Yeah, that's the one, but that was super early in the year. Too. Um, yeah, it. There's a lot of you could say like this or that. Point is, it's really on the point guard, and um, sometimes they don't get it into Hogard. I honestly think he's done f- 
a fine job, but he, he's definitely he's got three dudes draped on him when he gets the ball. Right. What What does he do now? That's it's, that's he's bad not coaching. Put in a good that's that's coaching. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Put in a good position. Hundred percent. So, agree. Iowa game horrific, but I want to say there's probably a like something good you can take from the game. They shot eleven of fifteen from three. They were lights out. Ryan and I in the last podcast we were talking about can they are they just only good at shooting at home? They they don't shoot well anywhere else. Apparently not. Well, the last two games would have di- you know dispelled that that. Um, I guess prediction or hypothesis. Um, I I think you could say like the shooting is something to build on. MSU um, is they're just straight up one of the best shooting teams in the country. Um, I think they're fifth overall, and they right are now very good in three point percent. Very good at defending the three as well. Yeah, whether that's luck or what have you, I think they've shown over the season that. They're going to probably win on threes most most I, times. I am not going to say this team's going to win the national championship. By any means. Do not put that on me at all. But this but. Team, but <laughs> this this year is crazy. They have a player that can go off like, you know, what Shabazz Napier did, I think, and Tyson Walker, who can carry a team. Um, I understand that. I think it's top 10 in Ken Palm and defense and offense. Those are the teams that usually win the whole thing. MSU's not there. Don't get me wrong. But, like I said, there's no there's not a single team that stands out to you this year. Not, not there's, like, I, there's not a team that scares Maybe Purdue. Maybe Houston. Those are the two that I'm like, no, thank you. I I totally agree. I think that really, like, Purdue is, is the one that I just don't want to see. And again, um, Big Ten and CLA. But... Any given night, I don't really feel like MSU can't beat that team. Right. But can they do it six, six times games in a row? row? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that if this is the, if a team is going to be an outlier and win the national championship, it's going to be this year. Well, I'm, I'm telling the, you. the parallels. We're going a little off the rails. Let's just we're going to talk Nebraska, but the parallels to the 2015 team are a little uncanny at this point. I mean, you've got like a. You don't have You've a, got like a better Travis Trice right now. But you don't have an athletic guy like a Brandon Dawson. That is a difference. Um however, the guy who's kind of in the place of Brandon Dawson, he's lights out from three. Yeah. Uh so it is a less defensively stock like they're they're not gonna have their calling card on rebounds and defense, which I think that team grew to have. Um but they can score. They do have veterans. They, they are. A, I do think they're. They are definitely a plus defensive team for sure. And I don't see why they should be afraid of any single team that they almost. They I understand. Match up I understand. Uh, Purdue beat us twice, but they had them on the ropes without Malik Call at home. I understand that's home game, but they they've proven they can at least play with them. MSU has. Probably they felt like they could have beaten Duke last year because it was an extremely close they game. Sh- I still think they should have won that game. They, yeah, and they probably feel like, you know, all of these lessons they've learned, it's going to take them, you know, across the finish line. That this game, is a, at least this the is second a, week. This is a veteran team. This, this is not. This is a team that's pretty experienced. We're going to talk more. Um, NCAA tournament, right now we're looking at like seven or eight um, seed. I've seen mostly seven. Um, most places I've looked. They can, I'm going to talk about this, yeah. but there was a actual there was a podcast 
the Final Four is not on the schedule where they had an expert bracketologist and he really had a lot of interesting things to say and his belief is MSU is around a, an 8 to a 7. Now, if they make a, a run in the Big Ten tournament, obviously that changes things. and That's a caveat, but um, we'll see. We want to avoid the 8 for the yes. obvious reasons. The two teams um, that I mentioned are going to be 1 seeds. 7 seed, I'll take that. I'll take it all day. Because, again, that's another that's parallel. The, the 2015, 2015 team. Yep. Um, okay. So let's rewind to um, Nebraska. First half. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> I actually said it to Cassandra. I said, we're down by one and we've missed, like, every single shot. At some point in the first half. You, you know, Mike kind of was telling me the same thing after I wanted to go take a piss at half. Um he was like, you know, they're shooting pretty well when we're shooting like garbage. Like, I he thought we had a chance to come back. And I was like, I thought we had a shot, but I would definitely was not anywhere near as opt- optimistic as he was. I think when you, like, a lot of the times, depending on the team, MSU goes down f- by 15. You think, okay, in your head, this is probably going to be a loss, right? Right. Um, Nebraska game, even though it was on the road. Dude, that place was rocking. Yeah, and it was it was crazy. Um, even though it was senior night, did not didn't have um, didn't have an empty seat. I did place. think that MSU could come back and win that. I still had like the hope, and then you know what happened happened. I do want to say like the luck of the schedule for MSU this year is just like absurdly bad. Like the road game they have to play against Nebraska is senior night, right? Packed yeah. to the brim, right? We don't play Minnesota. The only team in the conference. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. How many teams had to go to um, had to play Purdue twice? It was like five of them or something. Something like that. What are the odds? Um, this team is we like play, we had to play Iowa two times, and this team is like two blown games away. From three. Like, they, they if they there was three games right there. You got you yeah. got the Purdue game at home. You got the Iowa game, and hell. I'll throw either Northwestern or Michigan in there. Um, the, the road game against Michigan or the Northwestern game at home. I'll throw either one of those on there. They win three of those four games. They're outright in first place right now. Yeah, it's crazy. So you could feel good that it's not like the, the season has just, like, you take the Malik Hall, even Jaden Akins early, right. which means he's not 100% all season. He has to get By the way, talk, about a, guy who is, talk about a guy who's balling out. Holy yeah, shit. Akins is, is having himself a season. Um, this is what we kind of thought would happen, and it. Um, I think there's only up from here. Well, maybe not in three point shooting. No, no. three point shooting is crazy right now. Probably down from here for that. But um, Nebraska, you're thinking first half. It's like, okay, this is like that ended our season. That Iowa collapse. They can't. You know now we're gonna lose. People are tweeting. We got to beat Ohio State to make the tournament and stuff. Um, I mean, I saw at least like 10 of those. No, teams. that was not the case ever. They were no, still, they were in no matter what. But anyways. MSU just turns their, their water off the second half. They hit a laughable amount of shots. Like, you're thinking, surely, like, after so many shots go in, you're thinking, no way this next one goes in. And... And then that one drops. And then the next one drops. And, um, what can you say? The shooting was fantastic. Um, 
They played great defense, clearly. There were a lot of good adjustments. I thought that, you know, it's funny. I was talking about Tominaga, like, giving him no respect. And then he's basically, like, dominating Dude, the game. he was balling out. Um, fun to watch, but not against your team. No. And, um, yeah, I mean, he had himself a day. I don't know if you were paying attention, but, like, <laughs> um, he got hurt or something. And then he came back in. I did. Is that why he was sitting for that time period? He it, was hurt. He was because he was he was uh, Mike and I were wondering why he was sitting on the bench. They showed on the broadcast that he was like limping a little. Okay, and then they took him out, and you were thinking like, okay, he's probably coming back in, and he kind of didn't, and then he snuck back in. Yeah, he came back in late, like way late, and I think he made a little play to the basket and scored. But um, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe he got hurt, and that has a big impact on how you know the game turned out or whatever. But for, you know, whatever MSU had to play, they um, they took care of business. And that's all you really wanted. That's all you... Uh, I, I didn't care how they won that in Nebraska. Exactly. I just wanted them to win it. Especially after it started. Then you're thinking, please God, like, what can we do? <laughs> um, and I guess if you want to segue... Um, Really, Ryan and I don't think that Ohio State has a chance. They're playing better, but Saturday. yeah, I don't see it happening. They've turned some things around. They do have some guys. I think Zed Key's like out for the season. He's out for the year, yeah. Uh, it's not great for them. Izzo said they were playing a, they're a completely different team than they were three weeks ago when we played them. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, but this is at Breslin. It's going to be senior day, right? Yep. It has to be. Yeah, and uh, I just really... I mean, we've literally been to that game. Senior day, Ohio State, they just, like, blow they, them out. And Chris Holtman had a meltdown about yeah, that. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm pretty sure. Now, that being said, we can't really sit here and predict how, uh, like, the brack- the seating for the Big Ten. Because it's crazy. Yeah, it's way too crazy. I just want to stay away from the 8-9 game, to be honest. MSU is going to have... Uh, you know, basically a half game under every other team because they didn't get that Minnesota game. And it's going to screw them. them, They had a school shooting, and they get screwed in a sport. How did the conference not bend over backwards? I don't know why they didn't. That's insane. It wasn't COVID. It was a school shooting, and they're going to get hurt by it? You've got to be kidding me. That's ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> like, they don't. They must not care because these are kids. They got they the, robots. They got uh. They don't really have like a conference commissioner right now, too. That's probably part of the problem, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. Um. So anyway, I very disappointing that that happened. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um. So, I don't know. I we've taken some good things away. We've talked about the bad things. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but um, I I feel like MSU is just the classic. Could beat anybody. Could lose to anybody. This could totally be. It could be the twenty fifteen team, or it could be like that team that lost to George Mason in the first round, like fifteen. That being ago. said, unless they get totally screwed in the bracket again, I think 
the like, expectation should be. And they're least, not an eight seed. That, Let's say they're not an eight seed and they don't get totally screwed. If they're seven or below, or you should expect them to get out, out of the first weekend. That's what I'm thinking. Now, I've seen some – everyone who's listening has seen the brackets that have been projected. Those mean nothing. But that all being said, um, I've – in the past, I've looked at pre, like projected brackets that are like weirdly close. Um, I saw so many brackets last year of us playing Davidson and then having to play Duke. And that is literally what exactly happened? what happened. <laughs> and I, when, it, when it came on my TV on Selection Sunday, I was like, how is this possibly real? It's like I'm in a simulation. Um, oh, so, my gosh. They have these regions on TV. Please give me the South region with Alabama, Kansas State, Marquette, Indiana as the top four seeds. I want that. Yeah. Give me that. Um, I wouldn't be too mad about uh, like a Kansas State maybe. Dude, give me Kansas State as the two all day. 100%. Right. Give me that. Um, so I wanted to talk about the Izzo interview. It was illuminating. Um, one thing he said is in the Nebraska game, he said he put the walk-ons in for like 20 seconds. <laughs> I heard this. Like, Jack was talking about this at the show when I was talking. <laughs> yeah, and so Izzo said in the interview that his uh, assistants wanted to put them in earlier, and he said, no, I've got to like, think he, about that the That was metrics. the right move, though. Yeah. He's not wrong. But he said it He said it made him sad. It, which, it, it is ridiculous. I 100% agree with him. So too. he wanted to like get the bigger margin of victory, get the better At least metrics, he's learning now. And it, it turned into a 13-point win versus a 17-point win, which... Izzo is very well aware of, by the way. Um, he's he knows he knows the score and the margin, um, obviously. But he also said he's going to make it his mission to eradicate that from having meaning. Please, get, I'm begging college basketball to get rid of that. It is so it is such a flawed system, dude. You and I already talked about this <laughs> after the Iowa game. We went up like four spots on Ken Palm or some crazy. <laughs> shit. I was like, what? How? That is just insane. How 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 do metrics look at that? Oh, you guys gave up 112 points. I, I granted it was overtime, but we gave up 100 points in regulation because yeah, they scored that is so ridiculous. Come points. on, man. Um yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it's obviously not perfect, but dude, I'd rather go back to RPI than this shit. I mean, the, the seriously. Metrics- I mean, that's Ken Palm, though, right? Or the last... They should do the last 10 games again or whatever the hell they were doing. Remember they were making a big emphasis on the last 10 games of the season? That is an I, interesting take. Um, I like I like that more. I mean, I, I might be biased in saying that right now, but... We're going a, a little on a tangent, but yeah, it... I don't think it's perfect, but... You're never going to find a perfect system. He knows what the system is, so he should be he, working he would, around it and he with wasn't, it. He wasn't doing that earlier, so I'm glad yeah, to see so he's adjusting to it. It's interesting that he made that note. Um, another thing he said... Um, this was not on the Jack Ebling show, but he he said in the post-game interview of Nebraska that Tyson Walker is his superstar. And Ryan... We had that conversation on the last podcast. Is he the star of the team? Yes. Um, I think he has to be at this point. He might not be like the most productive or, or important. That might be a different conversation. But who's the star? Who should be the should guy be on like the ESPN graphic? Walker. Well, it should game. be Walker. 
Shoot the, um, if as long as he shoots the as he shoots the ball the way he should, take these open these decent looks, not pass up shots. He should be the leading scorer every single game. Period. Yeah, and they should go to him more. I think they started Nebraska just going to Tyson, and I thought this is it. Like yeah. they know what they're supposed to do now because he's the guy creating. Okay, like, I like Guess Joey. Who, exactly, I like Joey Hauser. He's a good player. He's honestly he's surpassed my expectations that I had for him this year. He's not a guy who's gonna make a play off the off the dribble. He's Tyson not, Walker can yeah, do that. Not, he shouldn't be creating. Now we've seen him back guys down and, and have a little bit of a post game. They've seen you've seen him post right. up and have some production, but it should be as a product of Walker or Hogard. Um, Hogard's just so much more inconsistent, really, at this point. But Joey, I mean, if he's keeping his um, field goal attempts to like inside out three point, you know, catch and shoot. He's going to be super efficient right. for the team, and that's what you know we want to see. That's all Tyson we can see. set those shots up for him too. And when Tyson's on, and the guys are you know kind of jumpy because they're afraid of him. I mean, that he's gives, basically it's over. That gives like, Hauser. Going, that gives Hauser so many. Open he is looks. going to dominate. He was dominant. In the Iowa game, dude, he was a monster. Unreal. He had He's freaking. He was unreal. everything he did was, you know, turned to gold. It was crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is there an identity forming? Maybe. Um, I don't know about that yet. I, I still. Well, what do you think if you had it's a three? It's, it's a three-point shooting team, right? At this point, I mean, really, it's, but that's my point. Yeah. Do you think it's kind of turning into that that's where they, what, I mean, they that's realize the, that's their strength? That's the closest thing I think of. They, if they if they realize that's their strength, then they need to quit passing up open shots early in games because they were doing that the entire the entire first. They half. can't fall in love with it though. I understand that. I but understand you can't live and die by the three. They do but. have to get to the basket more, and it's just that's a whole guard thing. They well. Mostly. The centers really don't do it, get any production. Nebraska was doing a very good job of double-teaming the post because they they were fine with just forcing open threes for MSU. Um, MSU would, was obliging by pump-faking on every single opportunity and getting into the lane and taking like a long two or something. I don't know if that's the best way for them to go no, about it, but I'll, I'll give Izzo credit. The second half of Nebraska, he made... Great Some, second half adjustments. Yeah, they were they were making the skip pass that was basically leading to like very big um, gaps and people were wide open for threes, which makes a big difference. It does when you've got like all day. Um, maybe not for Joey Hauser for whatever reason. <laughs> he needs like a hand in his face. <laughs> Apparently. Um, but yeah, I I still think that when you look at Michigan State basketball, you've got coaching like. People say what all they want. Izzo is good enough to get Nobody a team. Nobody wants to play him. Yeah, like Izzo like, is good enough to get a team to the Final Four. He's good enough to win a national title. He's proven it. Nobody's going to want to play. If, they're, if a team is like a seven seed, dude, who the hell is going to be like, oh, I want to play Michigan State in round two? Like, no, nobody's going to want to say it. Nobody's going to Everybody that, that sees that lineup, they go, ugh. Like, Just like think, if you, you saw Kentucky. Like, do you think Duke was happy last year when they got matched up with us? Hell no. No, they no probably way. weren't. Um, 
So there's just so much like you could point if you wanted to be optimistic and you'd go, oh, see, like this is what I'm saying. And um, then there's a lot you could be pessimistic about. And I think both parties are basically right. Um, I'm honestly I, I'm not a very like optimistic guy when it comes to being a sports fan, to be honest with you. But I'm feeling pretty good about this team, man. Like, seriously, like, I think they they're heading in the right direction. Um, I, I understand that. that Iowa game was sick. It was sickening to watch. I mean, that's the best way I can put it. Uh, but MSU, but was they the played, were the team. better team. The, yeah, they were the, the better. Home, team. They were the better team on I mean, their home court. And then you see that they kind of, they kind of grew because I don't, I don't care that it was Nebraska. I don't think Nebraska's a lot of been playing well though too. That, like that they, and senior night, it's like place is going bonkers. Yeah, the place was crazy. I don't think a lot of teams. Can't erase that deficit I mean, in that environment. There's teams that have went there. I think Iowa lost there earlier in the year. Uh, Maryland. I mean, I know Maryland's a terrible team on the road, but they it, lost another there. team that was like Crate. Uh, they beat Creighton on the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've. I mean, if Tominaga is going crazy like he was, I could see. But point being is, I think they. You could say they grew from this trip. This is a really good time of the year to be growing. Um, you could point to the fact that every time that they have this, you know, this meltdown, there's a lesson that they learn that they they learn they practice something new. Um, Izzo said that they had a church session or something like on that. Sunday. Yeah. Um, basically, they watched a ton of film. They came they, up they, with new ideas for inbounding and closing. I out think the he game. said they didn't even watch the last minute of that Iowa game. It, I mean that is a, a an event where every th- domino that just never fell happens. in the one direction. Yeah, I I can honestly confidently say that's not going to happen again in this season. <laughs> like it won't. Probably not for another ten years. Right to us at least. Um, you would hope. You you know what? Sometimes. <laughs> that was oh, <laughs> oh, the dog does not like that. <laughs> Ellie, come on, sit down. Yeah, she just wanted to be on the show. <laughs> Sit down. No, 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 no. Did not think about that. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's okay. That's okay. All right. So, uh, uh, big state fan. This one. I just, um, I think for a lot of that game, you could take a lot of good things away. I agree. Tyson Walker, he's playing teams that he already played. Yeah. And he's, and he's still murdering off them. Yeah. Imagine a team that's never seen him. Right, he's going to destroy Imagine him. a team that, now the first game, I just basically think MSU is better than what their seed yeah. is going to be. So they they're going to be they playing should, a team. Be, they're going to be favored by like three, four points probably. And they're going to be playing a team that I think is not, shouldn't be facing a team as good as Michigan State. Right. That's my general thought. And so... When they have all week to scout them, they're probably going to have them scouted pretty well. But I think that MSU is probably going to win their first game. Depending, you know, if we get right. screwed, then whatever. But that second game, a team has two days to scout. Um, Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> because they really have – Malik Hall's not starting, but they really do have a lot of different looks. They are very versatile, and I think that – Playing in this Big Ten this year taught them a lot. They've seen a lot of ways people can throw stuff at you. Um, 
I think it's going to be like a breath of fresh air for MSU to play a team not in the Big Ten. I, we, we've been seeing it all year. Um, so, unless the the stage is too big, and you know sometimes players come out and it's just not their day, and Walker can't hit a thing, I mean, or the happens. guy guarding him has just got his number, sure. But um, the way he's playing right now, I just don't see any team in the country having a really good way to stop him. Because he went off against Purdue. Um, he's going off against, well, yeah. Iowa and Iowa City. Like Went off against Nebraska in a tough environment. Had a good game there. I mean, Imagine half the stadium is cheering, you know, go green, go white, and he's just murdering you. Um, I'm very calm. I'm feeling very optimistic he, now that we've seen these two games not at the Breslin. You know what I mean? Like he can do it not at the Breslin. Um. So I don't want to put too much on him, uh, but I don't want to put too much on him, but. Uh, there's a lot riding on Tyson Walker. I think that he kind of is the one to to raise their ceiling. He's the one that can take them on a you know a journey in March, just like a Shabazz Napier. I, yep, one hundred percent agree. Um, not the same players, but you know they can go off. There's only way. five guys out on the court for each team. One guy can make a huge impact in a game. Um, <clears throat> all right, so. I guess we can go to our picks. Yep. Uh, R- Ryan and I had a mediocre week. We went six and seven. It was a bad last. week for me, just based on the, you know the, how things have been going. Yeah, but you're still doing pretty well. <laughs> Both went six and seven. Um, I'm thirty one in four pushes, thir- in thirty five losses. Ryan is up there at thirty nine, four pushes, and twenty seven losses. Big shot. I uh, I actually, I, you know what? That Iowa game sucked, but I won a shitload of money off that game. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's like some psychopath stuff to do. Like, just live betting money line on the opponent repeatedly <laughs> when they're money. they're down by like ten. It <laughs> won me money. It went, I was trying to bet. I was trying to do that with two minutes left. It wouldn't let me. DraftKings wouldn't let me bet on the game. Um. Well, I'm glad for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I was despondent. I was hurting in a I dark was very, and deep I was way. very angry. Yeah. Very I, mad. That that pain is not something I wish upon. Uh, I wish that upon Michigan fans. Well, that's I, I didn't. I said I wish upon many. Okay. There's, there's, there's still a group. Okay. Um, so let's jump into it. Illinois. They are five-point favorites tonight against Michigan. Um, Michigan State fans, we want Michigan to lose. For seeding reasons, too. We also For seeding reasons, but we want them to lose, lose. So they don't make the tournament. The rest of the, yes. their games, they won't make the tournament. Of course, their arrival, that would be hilarious. Um, so, five-point favorites, though. Um, Michigan's playing well. Illinois just lost to Ohio State. Uh, I think Michigan's going to cover. I do, too. I have them covering five. Okay. Uh, Minnesota hosting Rutgers. Um, Rutgers is eight-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. These are um, Caesar's Sportbook, by the way, and the next one 
also then the rest will be uh um the rest will be Ken Palm spreads. So Minnesota Rutgers Rutgers by eight and a half. What do you think? I got Rutgers here covering. Minnesota sucks. Yeah, Minnesota sucks. I think we're just kind of like betting on them not to cover every time and just kinda of hoping. So I agree. Alright, Wisconsin, Purdue. Purdue is four point favorites on the road. Uh Ryan? I really like home dogs. I Wisconsin's kind of they they need a win to like solidify the being in the field. Uh, they're in on most brackets right now, but yeah, give me uh, give me give me the Badgers to cover four here. Huh? Did they play already? I don't know if they played. I don't think they did. Hmm. I just I'm not a big fan of Wisconsin, but Purdue hasn't been playing very well. I'm gonna take Purdue, and if they're if I'm wrong, yeah, I'm done betting on Purdue because they've been yeah the last. Week. Well, I think Wisconsin's ahead of Michigan. They in are the, in the seeding for the tournament, so Wisconsin winning would be good for keeping Michigan out, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Well, I still think Purdue will cover, but I'm gonna cheer for Wisconsin. Just a little tidbit there. Um, Michigan State, they're hosting Ohio State. Seven points on Ken Palm. Picking MSU to cover here seems like a pretty easy bet. Yeah, I think that I see this being... I, I think you, you see this as the classic, they're kissing the floor, double-digit lead. Yeah, so. I'd love to see Chris Holtman have a meltdown again, too. So <laughs> Iowa, ten-point favorites over their visitors, Nebraska. Um... Damn. I'm a big Iowa here because it's senior day. Uh, they're just playing really well. Uh, give me the Hawkeyes here. Kind of a big number, but, you know, I think they can cover it. Yeah, it is a big number. I am going to go with Iowa as well. All right, Purdue. Nine-point favorites hosting the Illini. Um, damn, man. That's a tough line. Uh, kind of, that's a big number to me. Give me Illinois to cover here, honestly. I don't know what, um... Jaden Epps is out, though. Like, I don't, I don't know. Have Have those two teams played? I don't think they did. I think you're right. I think this is the first time they played each other all year. And this is, this is in... In West Lafayette. Yeah. yeah. That's a huge number. I'm going to go with the math here. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, that, the big just, number. Just, just the cover. Yeah. yeah, nine points. And Purdue's not, like, trending upward. So, IU, they're hosting Michigan. We just talked about we're going to be cheering for um, the Hoosiers. Four-point favorites. On IU's about to be pissed as hell after that Iowa game at home. Give me the Hoosiers here. Hmm. Doesn't Michigan, like, have their number or something? I don't know. I Like, obviously, they, they played. This is the, be, this is the best IU team that, in years, though, so I don't know how much you take that in. I'm going to go with Michigan because I know that in recent years they've won a lot of games in Bloomington. Um, Rutgers, five-point favorites, hosting Northwestern. I'm thinking Northwestern to cover here. That seems like a big number to me. Oof. I, I just don't like the way Rutgers has been playing lately either. So That's a good point. Northwestern's 
half point favorite. Uh, or five point dogs is what I meant to say. Um, I'm gonna go with Northwestern. You said Northwestern. Yep. Penn State one point favorites hosting Maryland. Interesting. Penn State needs a win, and Maryland sucks on the road. Give me the Nittany Lions all day here. Yeah. I hope this is the real line because uh, I'll put I'll put money on Penn that State just like balls out at home, <laughs> so that's all I'm doing too. Um, Minnesota hosting Wisconsin, who are seven point favorites on the road. Hey, Wisconsin. Yeah, we already <laughs> talked about why. It's pretty simple. Okay. Um, got one last thing I want to say. Okay, say it. Certain someone who may or may not listen to this podcast texted me, this game is awesome with a minute left in the Iowa game. This game is your fault. I'm blaming you. That's why we lost the Iowa game. You know who you are. There were a lot of people you could say that about. The, one, this one specific person seems to be a curse, though. So, <laughs> um, so he is, he's already yes. the curse. Interesting. Um, yeah, well... Screw you. Please keep <laughs> Love listening. you, but you, keep you suck. It's your fault. <laughs> There's like four people who are like, is he talking about me? No one person knows who they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, he already knows. Um, all right. Well, we've talked all, really all I think we need to say. Basically, it's just <laughs> – there's no real clarity, but I feel like MSU is training upward. Absolutely. And that's kind of what Izzo's known for. That's really the best place to be in if you're, you know, if you're going into March or you want to do anything in the tournament, that's, you need to be training upward. You need to be playing your best basketball, essentially. And shooting the lights out is never going to hurt you in, in the NCAA Cards win championships. So um, I want to... Just say, we didn't really talk about players specifically. There's been a lot of guys you could say have had, you know, good moments. But um, A.J. Hogard, you know, I thought, and I think a lot of fans thought, that first half against Nebraska, not only was he terrible, the body language was maybe the worst I've ever seen from him. In the postgame, Izzo said at halftime, A.J. said he was playing, like, Bad or this is his worst game. And, probably and Izzo col- said ever. Probably like, more worst colorful. game. Ever. Probably more color- colorful words than that. And I mean, he was getting beat to the rim, and he would just shrug like it was someone else's fault. It was horrible. And um, he comes out in the second half, and he was just dealing. He was not going to allow them to you know go out like that. I think you need a more consistent AJ Hogan. That is that is the X factor in this team, I think. Is he's got to he's got to be more consistent. He's, maybe maybe the Y factor. Yeah. I mean like there's a couple the whole starting five are the X factor. Like Mahdi goes off, they probably win. Oh, the game. they're winning if he goes off. Every game Joey Hauser has as a big game, they win. Um Tyson Besides Watson, Iowa. Yeah, well <laughs> that's a that's a different total asterisk. Tyson Walker could just will themselves to a win at any given moment. I mean, that's what he does. He is just a killer. Um, Malik Hall, we haven't even seen Malik Hall come back. And it's going to happen one of these days. I, You know, when he first got back, he had that monster dunk. And yeah. then he's kind of been quiet. Um, I think Malik can only improve. 
And Jay Nakins, man, he's been balling. So, did I mention Kohler? No, you didn't. Kohler trending upwards. Um, I don't know. It's just you've got a good feeling. You don't want to get carried away. Um, so, I guess we'll leave it at that. We're almost – I can't believe it, Ryan. There's literally one game left in the regular It's crazy, season. man. I'm going to be so bored in like a month. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, <laughs> dude. God. Just get jacked. Just start like – Imagining you're watching basketball, but you're like <laughs> doing push-ups. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited and also kind of sad because it, it does mean it's almost over. And at any given moment, you know, in the tournament, like your season is is done. Um, any given moment at the end of a game, at least. Uh, I am optimistic for MSU like we've talked about. You know, for an hour about it, but um, I'm still really nervous because I could see them losing a game they have no business losing because they've proven that to us that they can do that, and we just have this bad taste in our mouth. Now, there's a lot of things to be excited for, but wouldn't it be crazy for you know Izzo to have a run here? I mean, it I would wouldn't. Be, it wouldn't be surprising to me at all. No, it wouldn't be surprising, but it would be so needed. Um, we really, really need this one. Um, it doesn't have to be a final four or anything, but like anything to, to kind of get the juices flowing. Um, a second weekend to me is a bare minimum. Like they win the big 10 tournament and they don't make the second weekend. I, I, yeah, I don't think I really care. I would be happy that they won the big 10 tournament. That'd be like Iowa last year. It'd be literally the exact same thing. But MSU teams don't often... And I don't. I should knock on wood. I'm not even gonna say this. <laughs> 2000, I think we all know what you're getting. 15, at 16. Yeah. But yeah. If they do well in the Big Ten tournament, that generally has some good indicating, you know, factors there. All right, Ryan, you want to wrap this up? Yeah. Uh, I definitely uh, enjoyed this past week. Uh, something I'm definitely gonna do again. Uh, you're gonna be there on Saturday. I'm going to the game on Saturday. I will be there. Yeah, Tim, you have to go to the Michigan game next year on the road because the last time yeah. we won, yeah, you were there. So you're right. Um, I guess I do, but there's a lot of basketball in between then and now. I just really hope we don't have to play Michigan again, just because of the I emotions. Would not care. I I, I would. Be you wouldn't play. care. Nope. I I. I think MSU can beat them, 100%. I think they should beat them. Should beat them. them. Yes. But it's the emotions. I don't think MSU really needs any of that. Just let them play some teams that they don't have emotions with. You know what I mean? Just just let them play basketball, and I think that they can really, um, you know, they can light it up. And I think they can play some D sometimes too. Um, so, yeah. Let's, let's call it here. Ryan and I are going to talk, obviously, um, once the Big you Ten know, tournament. Well, before the Big Ten tournament, yeah. we're going to kind of preview what we have to look at. Um, and and then after that, obviously, you all know what that is. So it's going to be a really fun Definitely going to wind up month. having, you know, definitely got to get a second TV set up downstairs again. You know, with Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to have multiple screens on at some point in this, this uh, month. It's best time of year. Yep. 
I'm a little partial to this time of year because I'm a football guy, but I agree with you 100. Yeah. percent this is not nothing beats those few those four days. Yeah. You know. Uh, especially if your team's winning. Right. I mean, that's the best part. I mean, if we lose the first game, I stop watching. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> then I've never heard of March Madness. Okay. Right. Well, I have a good taste in my mouth left. Like you, it's hard to say that Iowa. Like that was a. It was, it was horrible. It was sickening. But the way that they responded in the second half to Nebraska, I feel like it was like this kind team of putting a bow they, on I, that I, trip. You know, you got to give this team some credit. They, they, I, I questioned, I think a lot of people did question their mental toughness. And they came out in that second half and they showed some balls. Yeah. I, I, I got to give them credit. Yep. Totally agreed. All right, Ryan. Um, so I think we're both expecting that Ohio State win. Absolutely. Um, and then – Hopefully, I don't know if we really even talked about it, but hopefully, not an eight or a nine in yeah, the Big Ten. Avoid Purdue at all costs. Yep, and then I think you know anything could kind of happen, like we said. So until we do talk, hopefully like a Tuesday or so, uh, go green, go white. Dylan up ahead, Winston. No one near him, and he's going to come out with it. And Michigan State. Let's <laughs> go.